Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. All right, mamas, we have made it to episode four, and today we are talking about the thing that is on everybody's mind. Do you know what that is, Kate? What is on everybody's mind? Let me tell you. (laughs) Well, yes. Back to school. Oh, my goodness. Back to school. We are right in the middle of it. Every mom we talk to, that's all we talk about. Yes. It's it's our text messages. It's our news feed. Everything. 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 It's also changing. And it changes. Day by day. Yes. Bless our little school district. Like they tried to put out a plan and then the next day we're in Texas. So our Texas education agency is called TEA. And then they immediately release like all this new information. Yes. So our superintendent's like, oh. I got another email last night. I was like, oh. (laughs) We're going to have to pivot. All right, let's pivot. Don't you feel like that's just going to be how it is until August 18th. But even then it's going to be, oh, pivot. Oh, pivot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think that this whole idea of back to school, back to school goes hand in hand with um, our attitudes. Oh gosh. Right? Yes. Because it feels like your attitude is having to shift and pivot as well. Right? Yes. All the time. Yes. From one thing to the other. And our kids are watching how we respond to this. They are watching. They are. If we're fearful, if we're anxious, if we're constantly talking about it, right. how we talk about it, the right. words that we use to talk about it. Yes. I mean, our kids are learning to navigate life by watching us navigate life. Yes. Obviously, this might be the hardest season of life that any of us have faced as far as trying to navigate the next step. So I really think it's an opportunity for our kids to learn learn some really good life lessons. And so when I think back over the last couple of months, I'm like, oh gosh, right. I've been teaching them the no. right thing. As you're talking, I'm like, eek, have I had it? What is my attitude <laughs> been like? I know I get turned about having to wear that mask out in the Texas heat, yes, you know? Yes. And am I, am I saying that to them? Are they hearing that? Or am I keeping that to myself? So my mind has already been going back through, what has my attitude been? I wonder what they're picking up. Do you think it's ever too late to, like if we look back and think, man, I, I don't know if I've been doing a good job. Is it ever too late to help our kids by changing our attitudes? Oh gosh, no, I don't think so. And you know, I feel like that's like a family meeting moment where you sit down and you go, okay guys, <laughs> you know, yes. and that you can say, hey, you know, the spirit convicted me that I have not had the best attitude about this. And here's how God is helping me. And you know, how is your attitude and how can we work on this as a family? I don't think it's ever too late. So I think that's the answer right there. We can start today. Yeah. We literally can start today with a changed attitude. Yes. Yes. We may have not done a great job in the past, but we know that this decision is coming. There is going to be a moment where we are going back to school. Yes. It may be in all different forms, but we're going to do it. And so I think it's important for all of us moms to hear today that we can start today. Yes. To change this for our kiddos. I also want to say this today and tell me if you agree or disagree, but I think so many of us are worried because we're afraid we're going to make the wrong decision. And here's what I think. I think that there is no wrong answer if it's filtered through the Holy Spirit's voice in your life. There is no wrong answer if it's filtered through the Holy Spirit's voice in your life. Yes. So right now, I think we're all kind of looking around trying to figure out what everybody else is doing because we're afraid that our decision is going to be wrong. Right. 
And I want to say no. I think if the Holy Gosh, Spirit has that. told you this is what's right for your family, yeah. you are not wrong. Yeah. Make that decision with his voice in your head and not someone else's. That's so good. We're so too good. busy comparing ourselves with everybody else. God has a different plan for each of us. I just, we are not little like um, paper dolls that all match across the road. Right. We all have a different plan. God wants to do something unique and special in our kids and in us. And he may use different avenues to get us there. Yes. It may be virtual school. It may be private school. It may be in person. It may be homeschool. But I don't think we have to worry that my decision for my kids is somehow going to taint the rest of their life. No, you know, that's so good. So, so many things come in my mind when you talk about that, because I think, first of all, one of the things you said is, you know, the Holy Spirit guiding you. Well, have, have we been praying about this? Mm -hmm. Are we asking the spirit for direction? Yes. Or are we just trying to figure this out on our own? Right. Uh, because I think when we are trying to figure it out on our own, we tend to, um, have either pride or guilt associated with our yes. decision. Yes. Right? And that's really, I think that's like covering our conversations right now. Yes. It's like, how do we say what we've decided for our kids without sounding prideful? Like, oh, this yes. is the best way. Yes. But then also without feeling guilty, like, oh, maybe I should have done what they did. Right. You know, and that these, you know, that this is going to be so hard for them. And I mean, sure. And there are kiddos that there are extenuating circumstances where this is especially difficult for you and your family. Um, but I just think kiddos are so resilient, yes, you know, they are, they're so resilient and I have loved, uh, there's somebody had put like a quote or something on, I don't know, Facebook or Insta that was talking about, you know, what if God has chosen this for this generation yes. and that this is what he's going to use to form them into the people that he wants them to be. That just gets my heart pumping. I'm right? like, yes, God, yes, God, do something amazing. Yes. He allowed this. And so, um, for us to fight against it and, and be in fear about it or anything other than that, uh, you know, he's got this. He does. So yeah. right now, Everybody just take a breath, yeah. okay? Just take a breath. It's yeah. coming. We're going to go back to school somehow. Right. But God's going to tell us what to do. He really is. He's going to speak to us. Yeah. So one of my favorite things all year is back to school. I, I mean, know. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love back to school. What? Uh, what's your favorite thing about back to school? So um, I love, I mean, I love school supplies. Uh, <laughs> I, I love, um, Gosh, yeah, I love new things. I love the smell of it. Yes, yes. I love organizing it and putting it all together. Do you have a favorite school supply? I, I mean, you know, I have a favorite movie. So I'm wondering what you're doing over there because <laughs> my my favorite, every time when I think about back to school, I have a quote I think of. And I just wonder if that's what you're over there about oh to play. Oh my gosh, mamas. Okay, we're going to let y'all guess it because I know that this potentially is on every mama's heart when we get back to school. This is our favorite thing. Okay, so here we go. Y'all ready to listen? You have to hold it up to the mic. Don't you love New York in the fall? Makes me want to buy school supplies. Go. I'm almost ready. I would send you a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils if I knew your name and address. That is that it? Is it? Yes. So I was wanting to say that, but I saw you and I knew you had something you wanted to play and I was like, I can't say it. Oh, you've got mail has got 
the uh, best quotes I think of any movie of all time. A bouquet of freshly sharpened oh. pencils. Like that is to me the I fall. I want it. Yes. I do. I that want smell. it. smell. Oh, it's wonderful. Okay. But speaking of sharpened pencils, y'all. Okay. On the school supply list every year is the already sharpened pencils. Yeah. They are more expensive than the non-sharpened pencils. Of course, because somebody did that work for you, girl. Girl, there is a pencil sharpener in the classroom. Can we not just do this there? Like, why got to spend the extra $2 to get the already sharpened pencils? Oh my pencils? gosh, you have clearly never been in a classroom <laughs> with kids sharpening them <laughs> pencils. And when I was teaching, uh, one of my class, my first classroom, we had like one of those hand crank. That's what I remember from growing up, the hand crank. Yeah. And it was, you know, connected to the countertop. Yes, yes. I mean, it's an, it is the purpose of those, I believe for children is an excuse to get out of their seats. <gasps> That's what I was just thinking. So they just crank yes. that thing down to the nub, yes. you know, yes. and, and then you get the electric one and it's so loud, but so efficient oh it's so much more efficient come on but they break all the time yes they you do know? so yeah so I'm totally for it. I'm like girl you want me to buy you 5,000 sharpened pencils you got it because that whole pencil sharpening thing in the classroom is a riot okay scam. here's note to self next year mamas here's what I do after school supplies are sold and over and we're all back in it, they put those babies on clearance. You're so good at that. Y'all go buy them on clearance You're for so 99 good. cents. Yeah. Put them in your cabinet because sure enough, I opened my door this year and pulled out all my little boxes. I put oh. pencils. I'm you're ready. so good. At See, I have to remember to do that because you're really good at that. But I also did a major clean out of my house and I told myself I was not going to buy stuff ahead of time anymore because yeah. it just fills up stuff. It's oh. just junk everywhere. I yes. know, but we'll that's see. a good deal. And especially this year with like, it, it's just kind of a weird, hard time to shop for things. Yes. And then also, I mean, I was just talking to my husband last night. I'm like, I guess I buy school supplies. Right. Do we do, we do this? What? <laughs> you know, if they are at home, I mean, I guess we just use these at home, you know? Well, and if they do go back to school, surely we're not sharing all these things this year. So Right. So that's all. I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be different because usually, you know, you show up and you dump them all in a box and everything. So I bring in 30 glue sticks on day one people I ain't doing it no and I'm no. putting my baby's name on everything yes, it's like, this is your care package <laughs> I totally remember in kindergarten like I think maybe I did that and then we got there and she was mm. like oh no no it's it's, it's community. community yeah You're like wait a second I put her name on her folder yeah and on her pencil box no this is for my precious snowflake yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. And when it, you know, in our day, it was like, no, I picked out that Lisa Frank folder, especially for me. <laughs> Don't you go touching that folder. That does not go into the community pile. Oh that rainbow God. cat is mine. That Don't is, you touch I'm that. I'm telling you, kindergarten, that, that shake you up right yes. there. But then you know, you know, then yeah. we know we got it. Yes. Rest of the time. Yeah. Okay. So as we go back to school this year, because we are whatever form you're going in, just like what you said, maybe it's homeschool and you don't need all the glue sticks. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's virtual learning. Maybe it's in person. Uh, maybe it's Christian school. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. We can have some attitudes yeah. that we are an example for our children, but that we also instill in our children so that as they go back, they have the best possible experience. Yeah. Because no matter how we go back, we want our kids to thrive. Right. We want them to learn. Right. We want this to be a good experience. And I believe that it can be. I yeah. really, this is not going to be a train wreck, people. Yeah. If we can just keep our attitudes in check, I really think it's going to make it better for our kiddos. So I put together a little list of some attitudes for our kids. Okay. And I want you to jump on these okay okay the first thing that I think we should do as we go back to school is to be grateful 
Mm. You know, they talk about that when you sit down and you make a list of all the things that you're really thankful for, that it really can change your perspective on what's to come. It does. There's brain research that talks about, um, if I think it's five things. Five things. I, I think there's something that happens to you, uh, your overall, you know, psychosomatically that when you say you're thankful for five things, it changes. It does. Yeah. And I think that, um, instead of looking ahead and kind of having that negative attitude of it's all going to go wrong. And even if we go back, we're just going to come home. I mean, there's a thousand things we could say. Yeah. What if we sat down with our kiddos and we said, let's, let's talk about what we really can be grateful for as we go back to school. Obviously I think we need to recognize that this is a gift. Education is a gift. Yes. Not everybody in our world today has the same opportunity. You're so right. So regardless, mamas, of how our kids go back to school, they get to go back to school. Oh, gosh. I have not thought about that. That's wonderful. It's a gift. I think you should do it together. I think you should post it somewhere. I even think it might be an activity that's ongoing. Maybe um, once school gets started every day, at the end of the day, you sit down and make a list of five things that you were thankful for that day. Maybe you keep it all in a notebook, and then at the end of the fall semester, you can look back and see how even in the midst of maybe some more turmoil, there was so much to be thankful for. I love that uh, because, uh, you know, that changes so much. There is going to be whether, you know, no matter how many good systems we put in place and where if you're doing school at home or at at um, the school building, there is going to be some hard parts about this. There is. Yes. And that gratefulness helps us and and that regular gratefulness helps us keep a good mindset and perspective. So I love yes. that. So first thing, be grateful. Second thing, and it kind of goes along with this, but I feel like it's different. Use positive words. Yes. I mean, yes, come on. Yeah. Every time you turn on the news uh-huh. or maybe even you get in a text stream with your buddies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The negativity can just saturate. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, well, they haven't thought about this and they haven't thought about this. And what about the teachers? And you know, my kid can't wear a mask all day and oh, they don't get to do recess. And I mean, You know, we can look at all the things they can't do, all the prohibitions that are along with this, and it can, it can get real negative real quick. And so we begin complaining. Yeah. We begin grumbling and complaining. And as mamas, we all know this so well, because in our homes, when we ask our kiddos to do something and they start (laughs) grumbling or complaining at us, man, we, we nip that thing in the bud, right? Oh yeah. We're like, all right, you don't want to do that. Well, I'm going to add three more things. Yes, Here you go. Yes. Do it again. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's so funny because I think as moms, we get caught up in it ourselves, but nobody's making us do three more things. You know, we just get to spout our venom. Yeah. So use positive words. And there's a great scripture uh, in Philippians. This is actually from the message version. Okay. So when you read scripture, you can read it in different translations. Right. And so this translation is very conversational. It's like you're just chatting with your mom friend. Yeah. And sometimes I love to use this with my kiddos because it really sounds like, you know, just the way somebody's talking to them. Yeah. So this is Philippians. 2 14 through 15 it says do everything readily and cheerfully Mm. no bickering no second guessing allowed go out into the world uncorrupted a breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living god holy moly isn't that so good oh tattoo that on my forehead i need that right now but think about it as we use positive words and change conversation and shift back it really does provide a breath of fresh air to the world around us yes and if our kiddos are doing that along with us then we are setting an example not only for ourselves but for the world yes that they can see a living god that is active in our lives yeah this is a good one 
Okay, so instead, we're going to speak positive words. Yeah. We're not going to lie and make up stories and have a bad attitude, but we're going to trust that God can bring good out of any situation. Yes. He can do it. Right. Okay, number three. (laughs) Show respect. Oh, that's a tough one. Like right now, not only with just COVID, but with the racism, Uh, just the national struggles we're having with our, um, our people in politics. Right. Like what is respect anymore? I mean, we are in a real situation with respect. Yes. Yes. I feel like constantly I am just hearing people degrade one another. Bad mouthing everyone, you know, it, and it does, it gets to you, um, you know, and you can get sucked into it too. But yeah, I mean, I think especially with it being an election year, all of that stuff feels, it just feels like the perfect storm of disrespect. And I think disrespect so often stems from, Lack of trying to understand. Yes. Right? Yes. Because we're so quick to judge someone else. And you guys, I mean, these people in these leadership decision in these leadership positions that are having to make these decisions right now, my goodness, they need us cheering them on and praying for wisdom and encouraging them however we can. It is a very hard time to be a leader. And all that does is show our kids that you can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. It starts at home. Yeah. I think as moms and dads, um, we have to make sure that this idea of showing respect is instilled in our home. Yes. So first of all, we're going to teach our kids to respect us yeah. as their authorities. We're yeah. going to teach our kids to respect each other, their siblings. We're yes. going to teach our kids to respect friends, uh-huh. that their words matter. What they say to somebody else matters. Yeah. Because if it's not in our home, how can we expect them to go out and do it in the world? Agree. And respect doesn't mean that you agree with someone 100%. Right? Right. There are plenty situations happening at the very top where I'm like, ooh, you getting the side eye from me because I do not agree <laughs> with these choices you are making. Yes. You know? uh, but that doesn't mean I speak disrespectfully about that person or I badmouth them to my children. You know, um, I mean, not that I do this perfectly. I think that's kind of how I'm coming across. But uh, that we are very careful that we talk about people respectfully, even when we disagree. Totally. And we're going to disagree. We already know that with this whole situation, um, potentially as we go back to school, whatever way that you choose, there's going to be things about that uh, mode of learning that you would maybe not have picked for yourself. (laughs) And so this is a great conversation to have with your kids. How, when we go back into the situation, can we show respect to other people? Yeah. So real quick, let's just talk about a few things. I mean, let's just get practical. Okay. First of all, we're probably going to have to wear masks. Yep. So we want our kids to know that wearing that mask, it's not um, a restriction, right? It's not, we're being... Um, bullied into this right. or it's, it's a, burden. a punishment or right. a burden, yeah. right? That this is an opportunity for us to show respect. Yes. It flips the coin. Yes. It makes it something that we get to do in order to love other people well. Yes. And yes, it may be uncomfortable for us, but if this is what um, those in authority have decided is best, yes. we're going to trust them and move forward with it. That's right. And I may not love it, Right. I don't, who, is there anyone that loves wearing a mask? No, you know, (laughs) and it, you know, especially when you forget and you put your lip gloss on and you go outside Texas and it's 5,000 degrees and you've now got this thing stuck to your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't love it, right? but I respect the people in authority enough and I love other people enough to say, you know what, I can do this. I can wear this mask because I love you and I want what's best for us. Of course, the science keeps changing and we don't know what's going on, but it's worth it. Yes, it's worth it. To clean our hands and put on our masks and make these choices. Yes, I agree. 
We also see that potentially there's going to be some things that are different. So um, maybe if it's an, a normal school day with recess and lunch, maybe that looks different. Yeah. Maybe we're not leaving the classroom for lunch. Maybe right. we don't get as much recess. If you're doing some sort of a virtual learning, maybe you have to show up at a certain time. Yeah. And you have to log in. Yeah. You have to stay logged in. Yeah. You know, so they know that you are present. Right. Those things are not comfortable either. Right. But is it worth it for me to make this big deal out of it with my kids and make them think that there's something wrong? Yeah. Or is it worth it for me to say, we're going to show respect to those that have put these uh, boundaries in place because they think they're going to be best. And you know what? We can do that. Yeah, we, we can, can do that. We can do it together. We can do that. It's not like anybody's asking for my arm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> way to take it there. I mean, but I'm serious. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, these are in the big scheme of things. Now, please hear me say, there are, of course, people who are in very real situations because of this yes, um, that are causing major pains. But for the most part, these are the majority of America. These are semi minor inconveniences. They really are. Right. They really are. Yeah. We're going to show respect. And I think this could be one of the lessons, just like you said, um, I think it was in episode three that maybe this generation, God is doing something in them. Right. That he is, is going to use for even more glory and good than we can imagine. Right. Yeah. What if teaching our kids this sign of respect right now, you know, because we all, as we get older, you know, we're going to be sitting in our rocking chairs one day talking about how these kids these days, they just don't have any respect. Yes. Maybe it's different. Yeah. Maybe we're like, oh my gosh, those are the COVID kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know that people had to make some tough decisions for them yes. and we respected them for it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so funny. They're going to be the COVID kids. I know the COVID generation. <laughs> I know. Bless their little What hearts. is it like Generation X? Yeah. Generation Z? Uh-huh. Generation COVID. Right. It is. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's going to have a major impact. And, but, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about is we can't, we can't get away from this. Like, we can't get around it. It's not like you can pretend really it's not happening or, you know, this is this is where we are. Yes. So if we can expect it. Um, accept it yes and and have the best attitudes about it that we can gosh we're going to do so much better yes yeah. okay so we've got be grateful yeah use positive words show respect okay here's the one that I think we're going to have some good discussion on so I wrote down this I wrote down have courage yeah have confidence oh how interesting okay so let me read this little quote to you and you tell me what you think okay okay it's just a situation. If a child fell into the deep end of a pool, a trained lifeguard would not hesitate to jump in and rescue him. That's confidence. If I was the only adult nearby, I'd have to momentarily forget that I am terrified of being in water past my neck, throw an urgent prayer toward heaven, and then jump in. That's courage. Mm, that's good. Okay, so do you see the yeah, difference here? Yeah, I do. I think I do. So, uh, you know, you kind of asked me right before we started recording, you know, what what kind of attitude do you want your kids to have? Um, and the first thing I said was confidence. Uh -huh. You know, I want them to walk confidently into that school or log on confidently and feel secure. Uh, because I feel like the reason that came to my mind is because there's so much shifting right now. I think it's really easy for those that kids to take on that anxiety and that lack of confidence. And I want them to know you're safe, you're secure. Um, and, and things aren't, the world is not going to fall out beneath you, you yes, know? Yes. Uh, but I can see, but I can see how actually both of those are biblical qualities. Yes. You know, because we do, there is a confidence we get from Christ. Yes. Um, but that courage helps us to do hard things. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. I think um, confidence to me uh, 
I don't know, sometimes I feel like it's used in a bad light. Yeah. Because it almost makes it feel like you have this pride about you, Mm. you know, that, oh, I got this. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And I think that as parents, we want our kids to have that, man, I got this, I can do this. But the more I was thinking about this story was just kind of interesting to me because I thought, no, none of us have ever walked through this situation before. You know, this is brand new for all of us. So I don't really know how to tell my kids to walk into the situation. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know because I'm going to send my my kiddos back to school. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that first day is going to be like. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to feel like to wear a mask for eight hours. I don't know what it's going to feel like to social distance all day. I don't know what it's feel like to eat lunch at my desk or not go to recess. So it's hard for me to give them that confidence like, dude, you got this. Uh Because you may come home from the first day and be whooped. Yeah. But I can help them have courage. Yeah. I can remind them kind of what you talked about in our last episode about Jehoshaphat. If I can teach them to put their eyes on God, then they really can walk into any situation with courage. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they have all the tools necessary to meet that task. But it means they have the God inside of them that has all the tools necessary there to meet go. that task. Yes. Well, and so see, I see, I feel like they just go hand in hand because confidence to me is security. I think you, I think you're right that it can be seen as like a bad thing, like a prideful thing, but I think godly confidence is security, knowing whose you are and who has got you. Um, and then I think about courage and it just came to my mind thinking about Joshua and God sending him out into the promised land. And saying, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed, you know, take courage Yes. and, uh, you know, I will not leave you or forsake you. And for our kids, they're going into this, this unknown territory Yes. and that he is going to be with them. So Psalm 56, three says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Yes. And we're going to give that to all of our kiddos, no matter what situation they walk into this back to school year. Yeah. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Yeah. God is going to be with them. Even if we can't be with them all day, God is going to be with them. That's good. Okay. Last one. And this is the one that we're going to have fun with because it's fun. Oh, I love that you included that. Yes. A back to school attitude for our kid has got to be fun. Oh Oh my gosh. Right. We kind of feel like we're missing it because so much stuff has been canceled and closed down. It's like, where is the fun? It's summer. Where is the fun? Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to put the fun back in back to school. Right. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking about this. One of my favorite back to school must have items. Is that first day of school outfit? Oh, isn't that fun? Do you remember some of your first day of school outfits? Because I totally do. Oh, of course I do. Like that was those a big that deal. Was the big deal. Yeah. Do you have a favorite you want to tell about? I can't think of a favorite off the top of my head that I, but I remember I had a Coca Cola little sweatshirt. It was adorbs. <laughs> And I wore that in my school picture too, because I loved that thing so much. Like, I think I was like a little second grader. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when, um, this was kind of in style at some point, they would take like jeans and they would cut off right where the crotch is, right? So it's just the button or the zipper and the waist. Yeah. And then they would sew fabric onto it to make a skirt. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Sure. Uh So it was like a half denim, half, you know, fabric skirt. So I remember my mom took me to Walmart. Um, and I got this outfit that had the top was the, you know, denim jeans. It had this layered fabric skirt. Hey, right? not just one uh-huh. girl. We got three. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then the shirt was made out of the same fabric Uh-oh. as the little skirt. Okay. And it had a tie in the front. And y'all right now, my daughter, she's seven. I don't know what it is, but shirts with a tie in the front or a knot. She thinks they are like fabulous. Okay, um, I'm with Abby. Yes. They're adorable. Actually, this will make you laugh. 
if you went and opened up my Google right now on my laptop sitting right here, it will say shirt with tie front. <laughs> you are kidding. I'm not joking. Is you. that on your list of must-haves? It is. <laughs> because I'm thinking. <laughs> I oh, my it. gosh. I think I have three. I like them. I love the okay, tie front shirt. I'm pretty sure this tie front shirt was like 1994. Well, you were in it, girl. <laughs> because I'm thinking about my other favorite back to school outfit was I had some Jabot shorts. Uh-huh. I had to save up my money. Yes. Bless our little young mamas that are listening to this that are like in their 20s are like, excuse me, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Marici and Francois Jabot. <laughs> and I didn't have any. You remember, didn't? remember the bubble. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dang, I had to save. I mean, I had some Esprit stuff and everything, but I saved up that money to get them Jabot shorts, and I wore those, and they had a button. Yes. You got these buttons with them. Yes. And my little friends and I would put the buttons on our, like, pocket right at the top. Oh, I was super cool. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember when you would take two different colored socks, and you would layer them? See, that was your people. (gasps) My people didn't do that mess. No. I'm too old. The, like, scrunch down shop? Yeah. No. See, no. Mm-mm. Okay, mama's out there. I, I need was some, in the crib. I need some virtual the high fives. Baby crib. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you young one. I need virtual high fives out there for the scrunched down double color socks with yes. their white tennis shoes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what Jeremy was rocking in his Z Cavaricis. God, I can't even talk to you anymore. <laughs> you don't even know about this. Okay, but I love talking about fun because let me tell you something. I. I think going back to school is fun, and I have not even thought about this. So I'm so glad you brought it up because we like to do fun things for back to school. Uh We do a back to school dinner. Love it. And I have these little cutie decorations, you know, I've collected over the years. The dollar spot at Target. Get it. Check. Just Put you your just mask get, on and get you down to <laughs> Target. Because you just buy things like flashcards. Yes. And, I mean, just like school stuff. And then you make banners and yes. placemats and stuff out of it. Um, and then, we, so we just talk about, like, our goals for the year. And you can find all kinds of stuff on Pinterest. Um, and then we always have, like, a family uh, motto for the year. And... One year I did like a scavenger hunt for them to go find the, the words to the motto. I'd made like a puzzle. It was so, I love that. Kate is plus one. Okay. She's plus one. <laughs> she said, we got a motto. We got a scavenger hunt. We do. <laughs> we memorize scriptures to go with our be kind, work hard, have fun. That's our school motto. I, every year? Every year. We had kind of jacked with it a few years, kind of like would tweak it of like, be the light, you know? And, um, hey. That's a good one. That was a great one. <laughs> but we kind of just kept circling back to this is this is where we want to land. Yes. Be kind, work hard, have fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. If you I don't have a motto, just know it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you do you. But Becca. we got a good back to school outfit. I tell you that. Hey, yeah. that gets me excited. I need to I need to take yes. my little my little well, I only have one kid that cares. Yes. Which is fine. Every yeah. kid is different. Yeah. I have one kid that wears all black all the time, every day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One kid that wears gray. So we'll take the gray kid shopping. Don't you remember the year y'all got so tickled because I used to have Caleb in all these cute outfits and then he finally, he made it to first grade and he wanted to wear that dang Lego Ninjago shirt yes, on the and first. And I was like, here it is. Coming for the Hendersons. And I'm like, oh, welcome I to character shirts. not get around welcome. this, but I surrendered. Welcome. And then uh, God gave you a third kid that said character all the time. Oh, that's all she'll all wear. All the time. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. goodness for Walmart. So I only have to pay $6 for those outfits because... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, we're putting in fun. We're getting a first day of school outfit. I also think you can do rewards for hard work. So I think okay. this would be fun. They talked about, you know, like in the summer, you're supposed to read because your kids regress three yeah. months. Okay, uh-huh. so we're going to start August with some regression, and that's fine. Okay. But then I'm going to offer some rewards for my <clears throat> kids. So. We've been reading. <laughs> Nope. I couldn't resist. <laughs> nope. We're just going to reward pizza. Oh. You'll just read in the school year. But maybe, you know, Cute. if they they get up and get dressed without complaining three yeah. days in a row. Or if they <gasps> read after school for 30 minutes. Like you set up at the end of each week, maybe there's a reward. Pizza on Friday night. That's ice adorable. Ice cream. Something. Because it could get monotonous yeah. depending on how things go in the fall. Yeah. You know, maybe it feels like, oh, it's not as fun and new as I thought it was going to be. So yeah. we're just going to make it fun for our kids. Here's some rewards that we're going to offer for you That's just to put cute. in the hard work. I love it. Okay, I thought this was fun too. Let's say um, you are a homeschool mom, a virtual school mom. Maybe you go back to school and we end up back home at some point. Wouldn't it be fun to do like an old school lunch time? You know, like wouldn't it be fun to find like old school lunch trays Uh and like get like a square pizza, (laughs) right? And some like soggy french fries and maybe a little container to put ketchup in. I just thought that would be fun to like go, you go to, ahead with that. Go to lunch with your kids at home. And like make them walk through the line. You can put yes. on a hairnet. Oh, see, now you're talking Stick my language. Stick a big language. wart on your chin. You are talking my language. See the lunch. Yes. Lunch lady lamb. I just think, you know, trying to find opportunities throughout the day to yeah. break it up. That's cute. And add some fun in. I like that. Girl, That's I'm fun. That always gets me down inspired. for a square pizza. I'm always down for a square pizza. I don't hate on square pizza, but I do not want soggy fries. I order Domino's and I'll just cut it myself. (laughs) We could even tell Domino's, don't Don't cut it. Hey, doesn't Little Caesar do squares on their own? They might. Do we have a little? I ain't eating Little Caesar pizza. (laughs) What? I'm not even doing that. Okay, we'll be on the lookout for some square pizzas. Square pizzas. Okay, anything else that you think would add some fun to? I just love. I, I love what you're talking about. So, um, I follow this cutest little account that Arfo Farmhouse on Instagram. <gasps> I do too. Aren't they fun? They're so fun. So she was just talking about that they do movie night on Friday nights, um, or it's family night, but I think it's pretty much always movie night, and they let the kids earn movie bucks or like earn bucks during the week when they make good choices. And then they set out like this whole candy bar and Cokes and desserts and all this stuff. And so the kids can, you know, when they've made good choices, they redeem their money. <gasps> that's so fun. Make it like a full Snickers. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, that's a big deal in our house. If you don't um, have to cut that sucker in half and share it with a sibling. Dude. <laughs> And so they look forward to like that's awesome this splurge fun thing that you know that they awesome. do together. And I thought that is super cute. I love that. Yeah, I just think as mamas, we have a unique opportunity in this season. Yeah, to go back into school with the right attitude. Yes, and to make that an example for our kiddos that we're going to encourage them to have those attitudes too. Yes, and that you know what, even if things don't go as we expect this fall, we're going to do it with joy. We're going to go into this season and think about the ways we can love other people, we can show respect, and we can just have fun as families. That's so good. I think it's going to be great. Hey moms, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that this was just a time for you to kind of get some creativity sparks. We want you to know that we are in this with you. We are going through all these same decisions ourselves and planning for our kiddos, but we are here. We're praying for each other. We want you to know we love you. Hey, don't forget to subscribe so you do not miss any of our episodes and stay connected with us. You can uh, visit Kate on Instagram at Kate Henderson and me, Rebecca, at the Rebecca Bradford. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Bye, moms.